morning. Amen. And if you can, go ahead and uh, go ahead and turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. Uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 40, and uh, we're going to pray. And before we do, I do want to say next week, Pastor is starting a brand new series on Father's Day called Circle Maker. Everybody say Circle Maker. I am telling you, I, I've, uh, I've been able to read this book. An author by the name and pastor by the name of Mark Batterson really will challenge your spirit when it comes to prayer. And how many of y'all would like to know more about prayer, have more of a heart for prayer? I think everybody in the room, if you're breathing today, you would like that. I'm telling you, you are going to love this series that pastor's going to be bringing. That's going to be starting next week. Don't miss that. If you're there at Matthew chapter 10, let me go ahead and pray. We're going to dive into it this morning. Father, we thank you, God, for Pastor Eugene and Laura. And God, more importantly, we thank you for Jesus. And God, today we thank you that Jesus, you have called these two to come beside us and to come in authority over us. And God, today, I pray that you'd help me to articulate what your heart is for honoring those in authority, for those you have released. And God, I pray that it would not be emotion that speaks to us today. It would not be a story, but it would be your word and that alone. God, speak to us today. If you agree with me, would you just say amen this morning? So today we are celebrating not only Pastor Eugene's birthday, we are celebrating Pastor Appreciation Day for both for past two years for Pastor and Laura. And we are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary all today. Are you ready? So, so this is what's going to happen. Pastor and Laura are going to awkwardly sit in their seat this morning as we talk about them. I know that they are not going to like that. But it's going to happen this morning, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I want to be really clear this morning up front. We're about, I know you're, you're there at Matthew chapter 10. I want to be really clear. We're not doing this this morning because this is a good idea. We're not, we're not having Pastor Appreciation Day and honoring our pastor because it just seems like the right thing to do or this seems to be the season. We're doing it because the Word of God tells us to. And that's, and that's what I want to get to us today. I just have a very, just a short amount of time here. I have three simple points from Matthew chapter 10 that all of us can wrap our brains around this morning when it comes to honoring those in authority that are over us. And listen, we are not, we do not let feelings, emotions, or seasons dictate what we do, right? We let the word of God dictate what we do. And so maybe, maybe you've been a part of a pastor appreciation day before, but maybe nobody's ever spelled it out really clearly. What is this all about? Does God really say that we are supposed to do this this way? Well, that's what I want to get into. And now there's so many scriptures on it, but I'm going to focus just on Matthew chapter 10. And here in Matthew chapter 10, verse 40, we pick up with Jesus sending the disciples out to cast out devils, to heal the sick, and to preach the kingdom. And at the end of this commission to the disciples, he looks at them and he says these words to them. And this is where we... Can, uh, this is a valuable lesson that Jesus is teaching his disciples that we get to glean from uh, in verse 40. Look what the Bible says. So Jesus says to those disciples, now that he's sending them out, men of God, and he says this. He says, he who receives you, being the disciples, receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me, the Father. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And I have three simple points to honoring your pastor today. Number one is this. We'll see that in verse 40. When you receive the pastoral leadership above you, you are receiving Jesus. You understand that this morning? Look at verse 40. Jesus is speaking. He says, he who receives you, being the man of God, the people that receive you, 
receive me. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome that when we come under authority and we receive our pastors, that we are literally receiving Jesus? Let me put it like this. When you receive your pastors, you are honoring Jesus and his choice to put that pastor in authority over you. And when you come under, if you come outside of the authority and honoring of your pastor, you're actually in rebellion of God. Because God is the one that put them in this place over you in this season. Does that make sense? And so when we are honoring our pastor, we are honoring Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that incredible? And so what does it mean to receive? Because a lot of people can think receiving is just, well, I'm receiving him by just listening to his message every Sunday. Or or I'm receiving him just by by tithing a little bit or, or doing this or doing that. No, no, no. That, that same word for receive, we find, in, we find all throughout the scripture, but we specifically see it in Acts chapter 3, when the heavens receive Jesus up into the heavens. It, in other words, it has a connotation of, of deep respect and honor that we, that we receive our pastors. You know what I'm talking about. We can come into a, into a service and still not receive, right? We can come here and put it all on, put on a show, whatever, and still not receive. And this whole idea of receiving, it it would be showing deep honor and respect. And that is our job. But then here's here's point number two. It says this. Let let me just say one other thing. I kind of had an issue with us calling it Pastor Appreciation Day because we don't just appreciate our pastor. We honor him. We honor the man and woman of God that's before us. We don't just, I appreciate that my pants fit this morning, Right? But I don't honor the fact that my pants fit this morning. There's a difference. We're not just appreciating them this morning. We are on, the Bible tells us to receive them. And so we honor them. And all of us do it in our own way as God allows us to. And point number two is this. I'm almost done. Everybody say, PG, you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Those that receive and honor their pastors receive a reward. Isn't that awesome? We receive a reward when we honor our pastors. Look at verse 41. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a what? A prophet's reward. That Greek word for reward is mesnos, which means an eternal and earthly reward. It's, so it's not just like, well, yeah, if we respect them and honor them, then one day. Absolutely, one day, yes, there are going to be rewards in heaven. But not only in heaven, that same mesnos means wages. You're going to receive wages now. There is a reward when we honor our pastor's right. And here's the deal. If, if we just honor Pastor Eugene as a friend, we receive a friend's reward. And if we, re, if we, if we honor him as a coworker, which technically he would be a coworker to me, I receive a coworker's reward. Or if I, if, or if I honor him just as a boss, I receive a boss's reward. But when I honor him as a prophet, as a man of God that comes up here and preaches and teaches and speaks the word revelation into my life, when I honor him correctly, I correctly receive a prophet's reward. Isn't that awesome? When we honor him correctly, we receive a, a, a prophet's reward. Jesus didn't, could, not, could not perform miracles in his own hometown. Why? What did they say in Mark chapter 6? They said, isn't this the carpenter? No, no, he's... He's not the prophet. He's just a carpenter. What did Jesus say? He said, I, I, I can't, I, 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 was, I was very limited to what I was able to do. What happened? They didn't receive a prophet, and so they didn't receive the prophet's reward. And we have to keep, and listen, we have to keep our perspective on our pastors right. Number three is this, and, I'm, and then I'm done. Pastors who preach and teach sound doctrine are to receive double honor. Everybody say double honor. This is crazy. 
I mean, this is just, this is awesome. First Timothy chapter five, verse 17 says this, says, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. And our pastor and our, and pastor Laura, they labor in the word and doctrine and they are to receive double honor. Well, what does that mean to us? You know what that means? Whatever honor that we would give to the world. So let's say whatever honor that we would give to a police officer or to a politician or, or to uh, anyone that's an authority over you, your pastor should receive double that honor. Isn't that amazing? Have you ever heard it like that? It is that simple. Because we understand, uh, we, we, as much as we can, without being in the, uh, uh, un, under the, um, the authority of God to preach and teach every week, it is a serious thing. Every single one of you, you have families, you have kids. You, not only that, but you have lineage that's, that's taking place. And there, there's multi, over the next hundreds of years, you, are, you represent hundreds of people in your family. And so it's so important that we take seriously, and our pastor does, he takes very seriously teaching you the word of God, that it's sound in doctrine. They are to receive double honor from us this morning. And the last thing, I just have a few scriptures this morning, uh, just to, to prove the point a little bit more. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17 says this, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Pastor Eugene and Pastor Laura will give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. Our job is to make their work a joy and not a burden. Let me say it one more time. Our work is to make them them a joy and not a burden. Listen, because what does he say? It's so true. I mean, the writer of Hebrews, he just says, because it's no benefit to you guys, you know? If we wear out our pastors and we're never fun to be around and we, we don't respect them and honor them, well, it's tough for them to keep doing their job the way they need to do it. And so we want to make their, make them, uh, uh, their, their work a joy and not a burden. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12. It says, And now, friends, we ask you to honor those leaders who work so hard for you and have been given the responsibility of urging and guiding you along in your obedience. Aren't you thankful for Pastor Eugene's urging and guiding? Amen. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love, right? right. Calls us to give back to our pastors. And and for me and my wife, in in conclusion this morning, for me and my wife, honoring Pastor Eugene and Laura has nothing to do with Pastor Eugene and Laura. Biblically, when 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 I've studied this, it really has nothing to do with them. It has to do with me and God. It has to do with my relationship with God and me being under conviction of God and me and my wife understanding that Jesus by his grace, sent us an incredible man and woman of God. And because of that, I am going to honor them because I'm honoring Jesus. I'm honoring Jesus and I'm saying thankful and I'm going to be grateful for who God has given in my life. And so, and so Pastor Eugene and Laura, Christine and I, and along with our church, have come here today to honor the both of you. And uh, we, have each, we each have five things we want to say to you. Um, actually, one is going to be to you. I'm going to speak to you, Pastor Eugene. And then uh, Christine is going to come up. And then we have some, uh, some more words from some friends. Uh, five things I love about Pastor Eugene. Uh, this was tough, by the way, because you, I, I'm really serious. Um, number one is your integrity. Um, as a young pastor growing up, I'm so thankful that I have been able to see integrity modeled for me um, Unbelievably, you truly are the real deal. You really are. And if you get closer to Pastor Gene, you know 
This is no, there's no show to any of this. It is at, he is absolutely, you are exactly the same off the stage as you are on the stage. You're exactly the same on Thursday as you are on Sunday. And your dedication to your wife and to your family is paramount in your life. And I know my house has become a second haven to your boys. Uh, in fact, Keenan said that my house is his fortress of solitude. And the way that your boys talk about you, Pastor, is unbelievable. I've never heard his sons honor their father so much, which means in the back room, in the back closet, they're getting the real deal. Uh, the second thing, and I could go on and on and on, so I'm going to keep this short, but the second thing is your heart and compassion for people. I've never met a pastor or a person, for that matter, that genuinely loves people the way you do. I've been in so many staff meetings where all of a sudden you jump to your knees and you're crying out for people, for the precious people of City Church. And I remember as a young guy interning here going, my God, this pastor's crazy. Until I realized that God's crazy about his people. And I learned that through you. The third thing is your faith. Moving across the country and honoring the voice of the Lord no matter what the cost. You choosing to not be satisfied with three services here at Millennium at Airport, but choosing to go off campus, understanding the risks, and stepping out of faith and honoring God more than honoring man. And you're always believing the best in people. The fourth thing is your intelligence. You have too much knowledge for one person, by the way. Uh, every time I'm with you, I am secretly buying another book on Amazon because I feel unread. My wife can completely attest to this. I'm on my iPhone clicking another book. Uh, and lastly, your, your passion for prayer. I've never heard anyone quite like pray quite like Pastor Eugene. And I've seen many, many, many miracles come because of words that have come out of your mouth over the years. And uh, you have taught me how to practically pray, but you've also taught me through your driving how to intercede deeply. <laughs> And I had to sum it up into five, but in all honesty, Pastor, Natalie and I could not pick better pastors to serve under in all the world, in all honesty. We love you. And as, as Christina comes, I just want to say, just as Jenny said, I want to echo, we could, not we could not learn from better people. You really are the best. We love both of you. We honor you today. Christina's going to come and get five things you love about Pastor Laura. Amen. Amen. Yes, this is fun. I'm so glad I get to do this. Pastor Laura. <laughs> well, I the first thing I love about Pastor Laura, and I'm going to be the one crying here probably, is your humility. You guys might not know, but I mean, she has like four college degrees. <laughs> she was valedictorian. She's always at the top of everything she does in business, top salesperson, top this, that. Um, excels in everything, and yet she will do anything to serve you. She will do anything to serve you. There is no task that is beneath her. <laughs> Nothing is too low or too difficult for her to tackle. She will do anything. She is, I mean, she's, she's been placed in positions in the church here where she has no knowledge. Okay, I've never, not, never done that before, but okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I mean, she has been everything from children's pastor to preschool director to over the business administration to every other thing, you know, toilet cleaning, whatever. She'll do it. And uh, just the humility and just the humble heart that, that you have, Laura, is just such a 
um, example to all of us. And Laura, you are absolutely irrepressible. I mean, I, you know, I was thinking that, you know, you know when, you, when you go fishing, you know how you have that little bob on the top of the water and then there's this hook down here? Or, I've never done it, but that's what it looks like. So, um, <laughs> you know, if you pull that little bob down, you know how it just like pops back up out of the water up on the top. Well, that's what Laura is. <laughs> that's what Laura's like. She is like the unsinkable Laura Smith because she just will not stay down. She just, she, she I don't, she just doesn't get, can't get, doesn't get depressed for long or, or discouraged or anything. She just pops right back up. I mean, I have called her, I've literally called her pathologically optimistic. Uh, and I tend to call her Pollyanna. But Pastor describes it much better, and he says that she lives in victory continually. Hallelujah. The other thing that is, I've, I've just come to know about her in the last few months is how she laughs at herself. And it's so hilarious if you guys have not seen it. When she feels like she kind of does something stupid or has a blonde moment, excuse me, blondes, she will, she, she will get in. She will just have this laughing fit. And she will just laugh and laugh and laugh and just and double over. And just it's so hilarious if it's so cute and endearing. So if you haven't seen her have a laughing fit, I hope you're able to do that one of these days. The uh, fourth thing about Pastor Laura is that she is uh, a very intentional influencer. She, she, she makes continual and intentional efforts to influence everybody she meets for the better, to be better, to serve God better, to just just the highest and best good for everybody, always intentionally influencing people to make better decisions, to grow spiritually, to have better relationships. She doesn't wander through life. <laughs> she is very intentional. And she everything that, that, that she does for all of us, it's intentional. And for number five, I have two things. Shh, don't tell Glenn. Okay, so I have two things for number five. She, she absolutely knows and loves the Word of God. And, and I know that she knows more scriptures by heart than anybody I know. Everybody in this room put together, probably. And she just, she'll just, scriptures will just pop out of her mouth. And listen, they don't pop out like, like they pop out of my mouth where I get the first five words and I have to think for the next, like, ten. They just go, bam, 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 like a machine gun. I mean, she knows them, and she knows them, she knows them. And she knows so many scriptures, and she breaks into scripture song all the time. She, she knows lots of scriptures and songs, and so she'll just sing a scripture in her song. And that's my second thing is, is how musical she is. And, and you guys probably don't know, but I mean, she has just so many musical talents in her. And it's just, it's just deep in her heart. And she sings. She thinks in songs, really thinks in songs. And, and so she, when, when she'll respond to you sometimes, it, it will be, absolutely be in a song. <laughs> and I just love that she just always has, that you always have that melody in your heart. That is so awesome. Kip and I just love, love being, being under both of you guys. We talk about it at home. So we really mean it <laughs> about, about just your hearts and, and how much we love you both. God bless you. Well, You've heard from us. Now let's hear from some mentors in your life over the years. Good morning, City Church. 
25 years ago, Eugene Smith and Laura Loy fell in love and decided to spend the rest of their lives serving Jesus together. Two pastors officiated at that wedding, Pastor Wendell Smith and Pastor Jack Lohman. Pastor Wendell and Jenny Smith have both operated as my parents' spiritual mother and father for the last few years, and they've really been there for my mom and dad through some tough times. And uh, Pastor Jack Lohman has been my dad's spiritual mentor and one of my dad's greatest friends even to this day. Pastor Wendell Smith has gone to be with the Lord, but Pastor Jenny has sent her greetings. Pastor Jack Lohman and his wife have sent a greeting as well. Take the next few minutes and check out this video. Happy anniversary, Pastor Eugene and Laura, and happy birthday, Eugene. You two are truly vessels of honor, sanctified and useful for the Master, prepared for every good work, your huge hearts for people, unbelievable work ethic, commitment to prayer, faithfulness to God's Word, passion for evangelism, mentoring of the young leaders, faith for finances, wisdom and creativity for every single situation, nurturing of your two exceptional sons, love of your church, multi-giftedness, and teamwork as a ministry couple never ceases to utterly amaze us. We love you both very much and know God has great things in store for you. Love, Jack and Libby Lohman. Congratulations, pastors Eugene and Laura. You are amazing pastors, truly the best, top-notch, world-renowned, and it's our honor just to celebrate that with you today. And also say happy birthday, Pastor Eugene. You just look younger and younger every year, even though you're getting older <laughs> and wiser, and we love you so much. And we also just want to join in saying happy anniversary, 25 wonderful years of marriage. Awesome. Hey, I remember, uh, Pastor Eugene, growing up, Jackie Loman and I, uh, you were our favorite babysitter. Mm -hmm. For what it's worth, number one ranked babysitter in my heart. I remember how depressed I was <laughs> when you finally got married because I thought you would never have fun with us again. And I've been waiting for you to babysit me ever since. So maybe in honor of your anniversary and your birthday, you'll babysit me again. No, just kidding. Love you. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday. You're the best. We love you. Hope to see you soon. And in honor of 25 years of marriage, check out this short video as we look at the past 25. Thank 
Ladies and gentlemen, would you stand to your feet? Can we welcome our pastors, Pastor Eugene and Laura? takes Eugene a little longer to compose himself after something like this. I just want to say that uh, you have made being a pastor's wife here for the last 13 years not a burden but a great joy and all, all the love that we poured into you has been really fun and you've poured back so much into us and uh, before I became a senior pastor's wife I had this fear of, of being in that position uh, because of expectations that people would have on me because I'm I'm a conscientious person and you have just you haven't had any unrealistic expectations on me you haven't had this certain role that you wanted me to walk in or um, you've just let me be the pastor's wife that God has wired me to be and that's been been so freeing and uh, as a mom I, I have to say the same for my sons Austin and Keen and you've let them be exactly who God has made them to be. And um, I thank you for that. And um, as we were, this last week has been, you know, there's been a lot of crazy busy weeks, but this last week has been one of them. And as we were, Eugene and I were going um, from one hospital visit to a meeting to another hospital visit and another event, I think one day we had like five events that we needed to be at. And um, Eugene 
looked at me and he said, isn't this fun? And, and I said, yeah. And I thought, I am so thankful that I have a husband that we're called in ministry together and we both still think every day that it's fun. <laughs> Uh, truly honoring that you would come today. Uh, I've never felt uh, this honored. I love you. I love what God has done in our lives, through our boys and through this church, the way that God shaped me. And we all have that great sense and that great deep sense in our hearts that we don't feel worthy and we understand that we're not, but but we are God's children. And because of that, we are. Because of the, His great love. Because of His great mercy and kindness. And it's just an honor to serve you. And uh, what God has in store for you, what God has in store for this church family, the best is yet to come. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for honoring. Thank you for Glenn. What an incredible first time ever heard that preached uh, in person it was right on the money uh, it's exactly what God wants to speak to this house and not because we're anybody but because God wants the best for you he wants the God cares he's crazy about you he loves you so much and everything in our culture and everything in our world is anti-authority and anti this and against this person and but God's for people Come on, God's for people. He's for us. He's for you. And we got to do it his way. And uh, I love you. Thank you, Christina. Wonderful words uh, about my wife. And uh, life is very quick. Your life will be here today. And uh, the two men that married my wife and I 25 years ago, Pastor Wendell, you can go online and you can listen to his messages. He was one of the greatest preachers in America. He was one of the most famous Christians in the world. And uh, he died at the age of 60. You don't know. And he was a faith man. The last message he preached on this planet was Christ is the healer. He just gave the devil another black eye, going all the way, just swinging all the way. And that's how we're going to live our life. We don't know what happens tomorrow, but we're looking forward to an eternal city. We're looking forward to a builder and maker who's God. We're looking forward. We're not looking past. It's so easy to get caught in the woulda, coulda, shouldas. We're looking forward in God. And my pastor, Jack Lohman, uh, has Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> you just don't know, guys. We get one shot at this thing. You get one shot to be with your family. You get one shot to be with your kids. You get one shot at their age right now. You get one chance to be with your spouse right now. Today, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you. Let's keep going forward in God together. Let's keep believing God for great things. We're entering into the season, the summer, and I want to just challenge you spiritually. Don't go cold in your relationship toward the Lord. I mean, we got vacations and all those kinds of wonderful things we're going to do, but keep going after God. Keep pursuing Him. Keep, I mean, you stumbled, you fell down. The Bible says a righteous man gets up again. That's my message. Just keep getting up. <laughs> keep looking forward. Keep moving forward. And uh, we are so honored today that you would take this day and I mean, it's so uncomfortable for me. I, I don't like, you know, I don't want the attention. But uh, I know it's the proper thing, and it's the right thing for you. I know it's the right thing for you. So I love you. Thank you. God bless you. One more thing. You, just, you did make us feel so honored, and, and we are also 
very honored to have our dear friends Carl and Sherry Samuelson in the service with us that were all the way from Texas this morning. Thank you so much. And Pastor Laura, we have uh, some gifts for you. First one is to Pastor Laura, because she did all the work. That's what you say every time when you give flowers to the baby dedication. And uh, if you could open that up. It's not a car. I have this this button that was given to me by Aubrey Goss yesterday. World's coolest pastor. So I'm working towards that today. It's a little cruise ship, and uh, what we want to do today is honor you. And uh, so we're about to, we're about to, these two are going to escort you out in just a second, and we're going to receive a love offering today. And we want to send them on a 25th wedding anniversary cruise, right? And that must to you. Amen. So they're going to they're gonna go outside, and uh, they're going to get ready. We're going to hug them and hang out. We got some cake. For, I believe we have some refreshments for everybody out there. But we're going we're gonna to take care of some business here, and uh, we're going to give this morning. And so if you can, you can go ahead and uh, get your offering out or whatever you're able to do this morning. Some of you have already given to this, and that's completely fine. But if you, we want to give everybody an opportunity to give. And um, as, as you're getting ready to give, I, I, I want to share with you a scripture. Um, because I really don't want this to be under, we're not doing this because of religion or whatever. We're doing this out of honor for them. And so um, I just want to read the scripture. I think it'll do better than me trying to speak at all. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, it says, Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So what does that mean to us today? Just If I could just maybe ask one question that maybe all of us could ask is, what is the Holy Spirit speaking to you today to honor them? And some can can do more than others. All I'm asking from you, and I believe all God's calling from you, is not under compulsion, but as a cheerful giver, that you would honor your pastor today. Remember, for me and my wife, for what we're going to give today, um, it really doesn't have to do with anything with them. It has to do with honoring God and honoring that person in, in, in authority over us, and that is Pastor Eugene and Laura. And so... I wouldn't even worry about, honestly, it'd be awesome to send them on a cruise and give them a big check too. I mean, really, don't, don't feel like we have to hold back. I'm, I'm, I'm really serious. There is a reward for us, and we're not doing it for that, but we're just honoring the Lord today, and I believe everybody can do something. And maybe if you weren't prepared today, all throughout this week, you can write you can write a check and just say Pastor Appreciation at the bottom of it. That's fine. You can make all of your checks and debit cards out to City Church. We're going to give them one check. Amen? All right.